you can get anything you want at Alice's Restaurant. You can get anything you want at Alice's Restaurant. Welcome to Vino 101, episode 25, Turkey Day Wines. Hi, welcome wine lovers. I'm Bill. Hey, I'm Al. We're going to talk about turkey today. Turkey Day. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, well, I think we're all. I'm looking forward to Thanksgiving. Actually, we're we're uh, we've got uh, gonna have a bunch of friends and family um, gathering. So it's always a, a fine time to show off what little wine knowledge I have. Less than two weeks, Bill. <laughs> Start brushing up. <laughs> <laughs> I have been actually. I have. I actually have a plan this year, which is you know shocking. It won't be the. It won't be the. It won't be the last minute. It won't be the last minute. But let's talk a little about. Uh, let's do a little intro on what we're going to do on this cast. So, talk a little bit about the types of foods at Thanksgiving, and uh, you know, talk a little bit about the wines that go well with those foods, and then maybe some personal recommendations, or at least what we're going to bring. Yeah, the food is all over the map. It's everywhere. You know, everything can be on the table from. Uh, Sweet to savory. That's true. And 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 for example, like I'm going, we're going to go to someone's house for sort of a day after kind of Thanksgiving, um, you know, a big sort of family gathering, and you know, who knows what's going to be there? Yeah, you know, it's sort true. of it's sort of like somebody's going to bring the turkey, everybody else brings side dishes, and you know, as you, it, it's it's truly a potluck, a potpourri of what could happen. Yeah, and how do you know what goes with all these things? You know, well, you, you got can't, green beans, yeah. casseroles, you got turkey. Okay. Cranberries. I, I think, I, you know, I think, and I'm sure this is probably your strategy too, is to pick wines that you enjoy and wines that aren't sort of, um, that have a really big statement and you know need to be served with certain types of foods. And there are wines that you can, I don't want to say they're generic, but they're sort of multi-purpose wines. Just they can go with a lot of stuff is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. And you, you definitely want to just pick wines you like. And you want to pick wines that people are going to like. You don't want to have something super esoteric. And if you introduce something, a wine to somebody, you want them to be able to go out and find it maybe right. the next week if they like it. Right. So, uh, you know, you probably want to store away your 1961 Chateau Latour and save it for another <laughs> um, yeah. occasion. Yeah. And, there, and, you know, there is something to the fact, too. You might find yourself in a crowd that, you know, you would open that Latour and they would be like, what is this? Yes. You know, they'd be like, bah. and it's because, I mean, it is, I mean, you do have to have a, you do have to understand what's going on with a wine like that to truly appreciate it. Um, and it, there, you know, it's oftentimes you'll find people at gatherings like this that just, it, it's just not, it's not the wine for them. You, you got to know your crowd. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, uh, you know, that there is something to be said for that, right? You know, we have, uh, and this goes for any event. Our neighbors do sort of a 4th of July thing every year. And, you know, it's interesting. You know, there's wines I know that I can bring sort of along the same um, sort of same parameters you gave. You know, there, there are stuff that I know that they can get. They're not, you know, they're not sort of uh, really distinctive in terms of, you know, something that somebody who has been, who is an, an oniophile or an aficionado of wine, you know, is going to appreciate versus something that, you know, more general palate or a new palate might appreciate. And it's always great to bring something that people are like, Hey, this is awesome. Where did you get this? There you go. Yeah. You know, it's like, Whoa. And it's only, you know, it's only 15 bucks. Really? It's like, yeah. Well, I've got, I call them safe wines. So I have a couple <laughs> wines that, that are literally safe wines. You can take them and, um, 
people are just going to pretty much like them, and they're always typically the first bottles that are empty on the table. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. That's what you want. Yeah, definitely. You want like people that. drinking the wine. And you don't want to spend a whole bunch of pop and circumstance on the wine anyway, because the whole idea is to get point. together with friends and yep. family, uh, watch a little football. You know, it's not a wine tasting event. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of times you haven't even met, you haven't seen these people for, you know, maybe a year, maybe yeah. maybe longer. So it's, uh, you know, the, the the wine is a conduit to start the conversation, so to speak. And you just want to have a good time. So most of the wines that I'm going to recommend are just good wines, safe wines. If they don't like them, that's okay. Most people will like them. So let's talk a little bit, though, about what, what goes with the sort of traditional stuff that you might find at Thanksgiving. So obviously there's going to be a turkey there um, or something resembling a turkey. <laughs> yeah, the main dish is probably um, going to be a turkey, maybe a ham. Hey there, I was going to say. But most people go with, yeah. the, they go with the turkey. And for me, turkey is really like, I mean, why do you have all these sides? You have all these sides because turkey is, uh, it's kind of plain. Yeah. It's not, you know, yeah. there's not a whole bunch going on there with the turkey. No. So. Yep. And you can, you know, so, you know, Turkey, green bean casserole, cranberries, macaroni and cheese, macaroni and cheese. I saw somebody was serving a crab and blue cheese macaroni and cheese today. I thought uh, that was it's Dungeness crab season open here this week and here in Sonoma County. So I was like, wow, that's probably really good. Yeah, um, I, I'm picking up crab later on today. Nice, nice. Yep. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, a fine bottle of Chardonnay, which we'll talk about later. Um, uh, other things, so there's probably some type of stuffing there, and that could. And who knows boy, what Uncle Bob's going to bring? It could you know, be a wild rice stuffing. Yeah. It could be cornbread stuffing. It could be Fruit, your traditional raisin. Uh, yeah, I've had raisin, you know, raisins and cranberries things in my stuffing. I mean, I'm a traditional guy, like you know, sort of Italian. Yeah. Um, you know, the basic sort of you know bread stuffing and yeah. uh, sometimes there's sausage in there. Sausage you know, stuffing, like minced meat pie could be on the yeah. table. Yeah. You know, there's all kinds of stuff. But there's one thing. So there's one rule of thumb that, you know, is probably pretty good here is that, you know, you really can't with a nice bottle of Pinot Noir, you're probably not going to go wrong. Um, And I don't mean like a super expensive bottle of Pinot Noir. Um, I I have a recommendation that um, it's a great bottle for the the price point. So it's a Kazar Pinot. Um, oh, that 2012. Yeah, 2012. Yeah, yeah. We uh, so the crowd that I'm going to knows this wine. They like this wine. It's not super expensive, and uh, it's really, really nice Pinot, and it will go fabulous with the turkey. And, and what, what's the price point on it? I think it's seventeen, seven, probably seventeen to twenty-two. Okay, or eighteen to twenty-two, somewhere in there. Um, and How do you spell the name again? C A Z A R. Kazar. Okay. Um, so it's made by one of the wild men of West County, Bill Hunter. He also has the um, uh, label Chaucer, which is a higher-end Pinot. But, uh, and we'll put these bottles up. Yeah, we should list them all. We'll give a, a brief description of all the wines, yeah. and uh, hopefully we'll get that up pretty quick. So yeah, we'll get, get this. Go hunt them down. Yep. Yep. So that, you know, so that's really. So you started out with the red. Yeah. Although, we'll, you know, so let's, we're going to dive into the wine here. So we're actually going to start, um, this crowd is a big bubble. They're Bubbles fans. Uh-huh. Um, so we're going to get, um, I'm going to get a magnum of the Billicard Simone um, Rosé. Life it's is been, good. Yeah. You know, it's, been, it's a little pricey, but uh, this crowd will really appreciate it and really like it. So what's a magnum um, run? I think it's about a hundred and fifty, one fifty, maybe one sixty, somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit more pricey, 
Um, I might change that if I wander into, I'm, I'm probably going to make a Costco run this week. Sometimes they have things like that with like crazy price points. Yeah, they do. Um, so I might find something else, but, uh, um, the current one that's out on the streets from predominantly the 09, probably the 09 vintage with some of seven and eight in it. And it, it's gotten really good reviews. And I know this crowd will really, um, people will be fighting over like the second glass. That is um, a great way to start off. It's just talk about a uh, break in the ice. Man. Yeah. Just a nice little, you know, nice bottle of champagne. Um, and I know what uh, the other thing is, I don't mind spending the money on it because this crowd actually had, they, they are sort of educated about wine a little bit and they will really appreciate the bottle of wine and the, it's a pretty bottle. It makes a nice presentation and all that. Yeah. So it, it'll, you know, the adults will be there and it'll be like, Ooh, it'll be a special treat, which is what I want it to be. Yeah. Well, it is a special occasion. Yeah. Well, I'm going, um, I'm going in the opposite direction, <laughs> but I am going with something that has a little bit of bubbles yeah. to it. Yeah. And that's the Las Bonetta Rico Qualia. And what, it, what, it, well, what is that? It's Moscato Dusty. Oh, okay. And so, I know Moscato's gotten um, a little bit crazy. It's gotten a big run. They make it over here in the States now, but this comes actually from Italy. And uh, that's really, that's clever. And, and so what's the price point on that wine? It's anywhere from sixteen to twenty bucks. I'd say wow. you can find it. <laughs> and I guarantee, when you open this up, that everybody that tastes it will just be wowed. And it's it's you can't put the glass down. Yeah. It's that good. It has a little slight bit of effervescence to it, so it's finished That's with, with the cork. Right? I mean, right. it's got a little yeah. bit of bubble, so it's and got a little bit of. You can serve taste. it to grandma yeah. because the alcohol is only five and a half percent. That's wow. That's you know that's a that's one of the great things about Italian wines is they're you know they're just not that hot all the time and. You can enjoy you can enjoy you can enjoy a glass of, of white wine and a glass of red wine and a dessert wine because you're not yeah. powering it. It's like drinking a beer. And it's pretty. It's just really pretty. It's very delicate and it's slightly sweet and it's got the just the right amount of acidity and you could just, just you could just drink the whole bottle. You need you definitely want to get more than one bottle. Wow. Because because Grandma Teresa is gonna. Do you have any more of that? You got any of that white wine? What is that white wine? She's gonna love it. So, that's a great idea. So that's that's yeah. that's that's what I'm gonna start out with nice. for the crowd. Nice. So where do we go from there? So I'm gonna bring two wines that would appeal to a white wine drinker, um, or um, well, one to a white wine drinker and maybe to a red drinker. So I'm gonna bring a rosé. I'm actually part of a wine club. And I have an, an 11 rosé. It's called a vicarious rosé. And it's from a it, – this is sort of esoteric. People aren't going to get – aren't going to be able to get this. It's from a, um, a producer called Modus Operandi. Um, but um, Jason Moore is a winemaker and proprietor there. And they make a really, really interesting um, um, rosé. And there are a lot of people who are sort of prefer red wine. But I think they'd actually try this this um, um, this white or this rosé, and it's just a really refreshing, uh, really nice uh, rosé. Um, it's and it, he. What's interesting about this is he uses a sanguine. I think is how you say it. Um, the French oh, sanguine. Uh, yeah, sanguine yeah. is how you say that. So it's so this bleed. It means to bleed in French. Um, and there's like no oak or any of this on there. So it's pretty. You know, it's very much sort of. Uh, um, a real um, 
expression of the fruit that's in there. Um, it's an inter they're interesting wine, and it's, there's a lot going on in this wine. Um, and for a white wine, I you know we and we'll we'll write about this. So we we had an opportunity to go to the Anderson Valley Wine Wine Growers Association, Winemakers Association, their trade tasting last week. Um, and I think I'm going to pick up a bottle of the uh, 2011 uh, Hanley Chardonnay, their estate Chardonnay. That was good. I, I like that. I, I really like that. It's a, it's. I mean, it's not cheap. It's twenty, probably. I think twenty seven is their price point. Um, I'm not. I did the twenty eleven is actually sold out at the winery. Um, it may not be available, but the twenty twelve was showing. I think we had the twenty twelve as well, and it it was good. I'd have to re review my notes. I'm not. Uh, I can't I, remember. I think so. So that's sort of where we're. Um, uh, you know where I'm headed in terms of. Uh, you know, I like that Chardonnay. It didn't have a lot of oak on it, yeah. um, I, which I sort of prefer personally. Um, and I, there are there are white wine drinkers there, and I think just sort of it's a good exposure to sort of Anderson Valley. So I want to give a little exposure there because there's a lot of good stuff going on up there. Yeah, it's a fine wine. Yeah. All right. So how about yourself? Well, I'm uh, I'm at I'm up in Anderson Valley also for uh, the first one for the first still white. I'm looking at uh, Philo Ridge Vineyards, their Gewurztraminer. That thing was great. Yeah, that was that was you know not to be a copycat, but I I'd, I'd be I'd be all over that wine too. And what's the price? Do you know the price point on that wine? Uh, the price point on the Philo Ridge is uh, fourteen to sixteen yeah. bucks a bottle. Yeah, that's, so it's a it's a good buy. Great deal. They don't make a whole bunch of it, so you better run and get some. It's 195 cases produced. Uh, the alcohol surprisingly is like fourteen point one percent on this wine. Pretty, you cannot tell. Yeah, it's you so you cannot, beautifully you balanced. Cannot. It's and it's made by uh, it's made by Fred. I wonder how you. I'm not sure if I'm saying his name correctly. It's Fred Buonanno. Buonanno, and uh, he goes by Tractor Butt. He's the <laughs> owner. And uh, he, what a great! Uh, it was just really great to meet him. But they make a, he makes a bunch of wines. He makes a Pinot Gris, a Chardonnay, right. a Burstraminer, Viognier, Pinot Noir, Zinfandel. And, you know, he just makes a lot of a lot of stuff. I think that would be a pretty cool place to go. It's up in Boonville. The tasting room um, is probably free tasting. I, I bet you it's yeah, probably pretty I, casual. Yeah, the, the, whole, the whole, you know, so Napa being, you know, very steeped in sort of wine tradition and, you know, high-end tastings and, you know, guided tours. And you can pay a lot of money in Napa and get some really dynamite experiences. You're going to pay wherever you go. Sonoma County is getting a little bit more like that. But Anderson Valley is still very, I'll say, grassroots um, in terms of if you show up at a winery, it's likely the people who are going to pour the wine for you or talk about the wine are part of a family or an extended family. Um, that that's running the winery and uh, it's very old school in terms of very casual. Now that said, there are, you know, Rotor has their tasting room up uh, there. And I remember going to that probably a decade or more ago. And it was very, you know, it's very traditional, I guess is what you would say. So you can, wines. well, I mean, it's hard not to like that wine, right? Yeah. And I don't know if Schomsberg, I know that they, Sharfenberger uh, uh, has, yeah. has their, um, I think they have their tasting room up there as well. There's also La Crema. And then there's a whole, um, you know, there's a good cadre of other wineries, sort of, um, you know, more boutique wines that are making, like Philo Ridge, that are making uh, 
awesome wines. But we're going to do another podcast on that show um, just because we, we found a lot of great stuff there. Well, well the guy is um, – he's he's way up there, and I believe their winery – it was at one time it was off the grid, but they're 100% yeah. wind and solar power, yeah. which is pretty cool. And I believe he grows uh, his wines of – he doesn't use any fining agents. Uh, it's um, I think it's – Vegan friendly, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah. No, no, that's that. right. Yeah, and uh, you know, it's organically farmed. So he does. Um, it's, it's a pretty fantastic bottle. And if you're going to spend fifteen bucks, that's going to make a whole bunch of people happy. So yeah. that's my first choice. My second choice is a wine that everybody has seen in the store at one time or another. And it's, it's a, a great mystery bottle. wine. Yeah, it's a great bottle. It's the Conundrum, and it's a proprietary blend. It's called the California White Wine. It's made by uh, actually, it's made by Camus Vineyards. Everyone's probably familiar with Camus. Right. You can pick it up for around twenty. I was going to ask twenty bucks. Sometimes yeah. lower. Um, they make a lot of it, and yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's it can be discounted at a lot of the retailers. Nobody is not going to like that. Probably. Yeah. Um, it's really you can't. It's one of those wines. You open it up. You try it. And you try to figure out what's in there. So tell you. <laughs> so tell you what's in the blend. But they won't tell you what percentage point, yeah. is in the blend. I think yeah. it's got some Sauvignon Blanc, Viognier. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I'm not even sure. I didn't look it up and do any research on it. Hence the name. But you, you, yeah, you can't, you can't figure it it's out. It's a conundrum. But that's a great bottle to have. Um, untraditional. It's got the little twist top on it. And pretty easy to find. Like I said, if I'm going to introduce people to wines, I want to introduce them to wines that they can find. The Philo Ridge probably is not fitting that mold for everyone, but the Conundrum is conundrum everywhere. Is. Yeah. Yeah. What else? What else? Uh, you, so you going with another red? Yeah. Uh, you know, I may uh, not bring um, any more uh, than the, maybe a bottle or two of the Kazar. Okay. And the reason is, is there will be a lot of people bringing other bottles. Um, there, uh, I know one bottle that'll be there is a 2012, uh, Folia Du Pinot Noir, All right. um, which I think won a, won the harvest, one of the harvest festival awards here. Uh, there's a harvest festival in Santa Rosa. That's very sort of locally focused. That's actually a really good Pinot. It's a very, um, it has a very, um, uh, inexpensive price point. It's down in the like $9, nine to $12 range. And it's showing, it might even be a couple bucks more, but not much. You, they make a lot of it. You can get it, but it is a really, really good wine for the money. Um, and it's certainly one of those wines that's great to bring after a bunch of wines been open. Um, you know, people lose their palate after a while and they just want something in their glass. And it's something, you know, it's not anything funky or harsh in the glass, but it tastes like Russian River Pinot. Um, yeah, tip for everyone, uh, pour your best wines first on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Because you know, if, if you do have special bottles, get those out first because, you know, eventually I mean, by the people t- are just filling their glass yeah. with whatever is there. The t- so. Yeah. Sorry to talk on top of you. I mean, by the time people eat and, yeah. you know, do all that stuff, they just want, you know, they want something to drink after dinner and it's, you know, the palate's gone and. You know, if it sort of tastes good, it's going to be, you know, be fine. So I know that wine will be there. Um, and it's a good, it's a, it's a great wine for the price point. Give me some of that red wine. <laughs> I'll definitely be some of that. So I guess I am going to take a red and it's from uh, La Bastide Saint Dominique and it's Cote de Village. It's a 2011. Pretty easy to find. Uh, a very good price point. You can get it for 13 to 15 16 bucks a bottle. 
it's 50% Grenache, 20% Syrah, 15% Mouvedre, and um, it's got some uh, Carignan in it also. Huh. And you say the price point on that? It's 13, 13 to 16. Right. It's right in that zone. So it's, uh, you know, I always got to get my uh, my French on. So I got a little, I got oh, I got to give France a little prop. Um, the estate uh, has been around since 1976. They farm about 27 hectares. <clears throat> hectares and uh, I believe they live there on the property. But uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a poor man's gigandots. It's a, it's a great oh. bottle. I'm, I'll go into the details in the notes in our are tasting, but if you can find a bottle of the 2010, that's even um, more intense. The, the 11s for Cote d'Iron, uh, a little bit more, um, you have to be a little bit choosier with picking them, but this is a great bottle. And to finish out uh, the evening, I decided to bring, I'm going to take a bottle of Yolumba Museum Reserve Muscat. Wow. That sounds delicious. And this is a fortified wine. And as you can see, it's got that butterscotch color yeah. to it. Yeah. And uh, let's see if I can, um, let me see if I can find my notes on that. I, I, I have some notes from when I tasted it um, maybe about six or seven months ago. But it's it lives in oak, French oak, for about seven years. And seven that's, years. That's wow. why it gets this really. Uh, that's why it's getting the color. Yeah, it gets this deep, deep, deep color. You don't need a whole bunch of it. It's fortified. Uh, the percentage of alcohol on it is. Boy, that's hard to read. It's impossible to read. That's it's eighteen uh, percent. Looks like wow. it's like eighteen percent, but it has this. Um, you get like an orange peel. Uh, Butterscotch, um, uh, brandied raisins, uh, fruit type of texture to it. Um, it's it's but it's it's super unctuous, but it also has enough acidity into it to where you just when you taste it, you're like it it lasts forever. It's it has like yeah, it's finish. really really long finish. And everyone that tries it, and it almost has a little bit of kind of uh, because of that the high alcohol has a little bit of that. Vicks Formula 44 type of uh, aroma kind of to it a little uh, bit, you know. Yeah. But everyone that tastes like this will, will go nuts. Well, that's going to have that with little pieces of uh, chocolate or, uh, oh, it's life good. is good. <laughs> it's good. Everyone will want to, people, I guarantee you, they'll pick up this bottle, they'll look at that label, and they'll they'll write it down because they'll want to go find where this that's wine so is. That's how, that's how good it is. And it's always fun, too, when you have a... Uh, when you have something that's got an aroma like the Vix Forty Four aroma, yeah, and then the taste is just like nothing like it, yeah. You know, it's such a uh, you know a head you know a head twister that it's great. So they call these. Um, it, it obviously, it comes from Australia, and they call these stickies down there. So I had to put a sticky in at the very end. Perfect, very buddy. Perfect. So what else you got? Um, the only you know the only other thing that I found that's sort of interesting is I had a Malbec on. Friday night that was really, really good. That if you're having ham, actually might not be a bad thing to bring. Mm -hmm. um, so it's a 2012 Punto Final Malbec Classico. And the price point's really, it's like 11 bucks. Um, but what was unique about this Malbec is that the tannins were very, very rounded. Um, and, and in fact, my um, 
my better half is a big Pinot fan, and she was having a really, really nice glass of Pinot, and she had the Malbec, and she's like, I want a glass of that afterwards. So we split another glass of that. So it's a great – It's and it, it would be one of those things that you can find. You can certainly find it online. You could probably find it. I'd probably make a ton of it. Um, but it's it, – like I said, for 11 bucks, it was awesome. That sounds good, man. I can't believe we haven't mentioned a Riesling. Yeah, all of these wines. We well, have you and all all the Riesling that I that I drink and have tried, we haven't mentioned. Yeah, Riesling. well, that's, that's what I was. That's amazing. I had my hand on the bottle of uh, the Dragonstone, like to <laughs> just talk about it. Um, but go. You have a. No, I, if you were going to bring a Riesling, would you? What would you bring? Well, right now, um, I, I'm. Recently, I'm I'm in love with the Jacoby Pure. Yeah, and uh, here, let me reach and grab yeah. a bottle. I can give you a little info about it. I think you gave me a little bit the last time I was here. Did I? Maybe. No, no. At least you showed me the bottle. I showed you the bottle. You'd remember. Yeah, this is Jacoby Pure. It's a small family that farms out of Kenheimer on the Mosul. So it's a 2011 Riesling Cabinet. It's a Rosenberg Vineyard. Uh, the alcohol is pretty low on it. Uh, you know, the alcohol is hidden somewhere on this label. Nine percent. Price, but point? the but the bottle. Look at it. It's yeah. Is I that mean, plain just, or what? Yeah, it's very. It's like, the, the proof is in the box. Very German aesthetic. Yeah, yeah. it's very simple. Clean, crisp. Very yep, silver and elegant. Stelvin, uh, yeah. yeah, but uh, price point? the price point on this is I, I don't know if I remember. I think it's around. I think I got it for around eighteen bucks. Okay, it's a pretty small producer, and um, obviously Kenheimer. I'd never even heard of that village. Yeah. Where did you get? Um, uh, I got this in the city. K and L. People or? are probably going. What's what's in San Francisco? In San Francisco, and it was um, it's the wine shop that does a lot of Bordeaux. I do a lot of Bordeaux. The kid that um, runs the I can't think of the shop right now, but it's a, it's a Terry D. Terry T. Selection. Okay, so he's he's the reason he's the man right. of Riesling and Gros Champagne. Yeah. Uh, the I I got to actually talk to the marketing. Um, uh, head head of it, and yeah. he's he's one of the members of the family. His brother makes the wine, right? And um, <laughs> you know, they're, they're helping. It's a family, family operation, operation, and he's yeah. going to school, and he's going to be the marketing guy. Awesome! And uh, the wine is just fantastic. I mean, I was I was bowled over, and like I said, I try a lot of riesling over the summer, and and, uh, and it's pure P U R. Yeah, it's, it's uh, Jacoby J A K O B Y, and then it's a P U R with the period, and that's it. That's all that's on the label, aside from the. You know, Riesling Cabinet, Kenheimer Rosenberg is what it says. Great. So that's uh, I'm well, that not, should, that I should. I only have one bottle. I don't think I'm going to share it with anybody. Well, that's all right. Save it. <laughs> save it for save it for a, a nice dish. Um, well, that's you know that's sort of our wrap on on Thanksgiving, and you know you know again the principle: bring what you like. Bring what you like. We'll put notes. We'll put the bottles up, and with each bottle, we'll put a, just a brief description of uh, of the wine and also um, the price points, and then we'll uh, we'll go from there. So you can look for that to be up on the site within the week. All right. Thanks. All right. Sounds good. And uh, wish everyone a, a great holiday. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs>